doing all the research for this episode was so much work. This Jimmy pod. Cold open, baby. While you open the file to hit record. I have you recorded on my end. I know. And you know what? I love it. We got the backup redundancy and all that stuff. So I'm, I'm here now. I'm, a, I'm back. back. <laughs> Damn, man. You, um, you did not waste a minute. No. no. <laughs> well, we don't have time. I'm not even doing housekeeping. The song is Work. There is an ASCAP entry. Is there? I mean, is there any housekeeping you wanted to touch on before I jump into this? Oh, no. I, know. I, was, I was glad we're to get it okay. over with in our previous episode. Yeah. Yeah. There is an ASCAP entry. Uh, the album is Futures. It was also on all three Chase's Lights tour recordings from the UK. Um, also, iTunes Festival London 2011. It's track three of 11 on Futures, released to radio December 7th, 2004. Produced by Gil Norton, recorded at Cello Studios. And I th- so Futures was recorded at Cello Studios, Harvey Moltz's house, Tempe Studio, Oceanway Recording, and Ocean Studios. However, on the single itself, it says cello, so I'm assuming this song in particular was recorded at Cello Studios. Written by Jimmy World, singer is Jim. It is the track that features Liz Fair, and she appears courtesy of Capitol Records. Uh, the label is Interscope, um, published by Turkey on Rye Music and DreamWorks Songs. Yes, there is a demo. We will listen to it. Um, it is their number four most played song um and before i tell you the number there um i'll i'll tell you there were a hundred performances of this song alone in 2017 <laughs> um jeez uh, yeah um 28 times jim has played this song out live acoustic 26 of which were in 2015 how many times do you think this song was played in total you said in one year what was it the most it ever got played was in 2017 at a hundred times. 2017 at a hundred times. I would I would wager a guess. Uh and this was came out 2000, late 20, 2004. Yeah. Goodness. Let's do the math there. That's uh that's 16 years of playing. That was the biggest. I'm gonna go ahead and say 1,200 times. Ooh, I mean, it's possible because Setless <sighs> FM is fallible, but it's 809. According <sighs> to okay, Auto. all right. Um, and uh, first time they played it in concert was August 26, 2004 at the Troubadour here in West Hollywood. Uh, most recently, they played it December 10th at the Almost Acoustic Christmas uh, here at the Forum. Uh, notable yeah. high notes of A4 and G sharp 4, but that A4 is from the acoustic version. Um, which we'll also listen to. Notable low notes, also on the acoustic version, F-sharp 3. Is their number eight most scrobbled song on Last FM um, with uh, uh, 304.3 thousand listeners scrobbling this 2.1 million times, uh, 49 of which are from me, and I even have it hearted. Um, Hey, I was going to say the same thing. This is So I have 248 scrobbles for this track. Uh, I have on last FM, I have 24 loved tracks and I went through 2007, a big push in 2009 to like stuff, but this one was liked on November 1st, 2009 at 7 45 PM, uh, along with 23 other love tracks that I have, but this one fits the, I loved this track and still do enjoy it that much to where it got hearted on last FM. Yeah. Good Um, man. 
It's two of it us. It is another, just like last week, A-flat major key, which is a 4B Camelot, 115 BPM for a 3 minute and 24 second duration. Shall we jump into the lyrics? Let us do that. Yeah, this now, is... I'm gonna, I want to pull up the demo lyrics, but they're so different that I don't know that it's worth me chiming in at all. Uh, maybe okay. we just at the end look at the differences. And let me just confirm. Yep. All right. So genius. I did grab these verbatim. So like they're or whatever, so, you know, like for like. I didn't. Oh, you know what I could do is I will pull up the liner notes. How about that? OK. Yeah. And compare Bring that up. Genius. Uh, so again, I've broken down, uh, this is a quite a complex song, so Jim's got verse, pre-chorus, and chorus, and bridge, mm-hmm. right, all included, it's got like everything, you just start checking off all the boxes, it's like yes, 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 Yeah. Uh, and it's a fun track, I broke the verses down in half, so here we go, this is, uh, this is the first half here, verse one, if you only once would let me, only just one time, then be happy, with the consequence, with whatever's going to happen tonight. All right, right out, right out of the gate. <laughs> it sounds like they're going to try and do something a bit naughty. Not necessarily sexual, sexual. Uh, it could be something that goes against some rules. They're breaking some rules here. Uh, and I feel like this, this is from, let's just say, one individual's perspective for this whole track. So the second half of verse one goes, Don't think we're not serious. When's it ever not? The love we make is given its take. I'm game to play along. And it sounds like they're always professional. Don't think we're not serious. I mean, we're we're still serious. But this is something that we're both willing participants in. If you are, then I am. The love we make, it's given its take, right? It's, I'm going to give, you're going to give. Do we feel like this is going to benefit us as, as two individuals here? And then we got that pre-chorus. All I can see, I shouldn't see. Uh, he could probably talk himself or her out of it, but maybe he doesn't want to. In this moment, maybe they've had a cocktail and he's just he's, he's very much into this idea, this potential thing. Uh, and then the chorus is very brief. It's two lines here. Can we take a ride? Get out of this place while we still have time. And it's such a... It's such a nice lead in that I shouldn't say, can we take a ride? So it does this little yeah. walk down and then a walk back up. Get out of this place while we still. Oh, man. Even me just trying to get those those notes in there reminds me of yeah. how much I love the song. Um, and with those with the notes underneath it, the the guitar notes that really just span mm-hmm. the entire. And Liz Fair singing along. here. Yeah. Too. Yes. So I think what they're saying in this chorus is I think they've got to move quickly, either by physical limitation or because they're both willing right now. We need to strike while the iron is hot. Let's get out of this place while we still have time. Um, and there's a couple of OOs. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Uh, and then verse, the first half of verse two goes like this. All the best DJs are saving their slowest song for last. When the dance is through, it's me and you. Come on, would it really be so bad? What um, when you think of a '90s slow song and a dance, where does your mind go first? Uh, Titanic, my heart will go on. Oh, okay, wow, yeah. that's a deep, yeah. that's a deep cut. Well, I wouldn't say deep cut. That's I wouldn't say that would have gotten played at our um, dance. I feel like I, I believe I can fly. Got played a lot. Oh, yeah, at school dances. Like I was so sick of that song. Yeah, that was pretty uplifting. My mind goes to Casey and JoJo. 
Oh, all, he, all My Life. Yeah, that's the one. Rick of some bed like you, and I hope that you <laughs> feel the same. Yeah. So those slow songs like Casey and JoJo, My Heart Will yep. Go On, always get you right up against one another. And the best ones are saved for last. So think yep. about how we would be good for one another. Come on. Would it really be so bad? I think we'd make it. Uh, second half is the things we think might be the same. And Jim's singing up now, right? He's singing out in that next register up here. The things we think yeah. might be the same. Oh, man. The vocal line. But I won't fight for more. It's just not me to wear it on my sleeve. Count on that for sure. Okay. For sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I love that he ends a line in for sure. Yeah, for sure, dude. For sure. <laughs> Are you sure? For sure, bro. For sure. <laughs> Neil Halstead would appreciate that. <laughs> I, uh, you know, so you know with the weather and everything, uh, the the surf has been really high. Oh, for sure. And <laughs> they had an interview with a uh, a couple of surfers down in Huntington Beach. And I I mean, save for them saying things like, I'm going to shred. They hit every one of those stereotypes. Oh. And I go, I was just shaking my head going, this is why oh, yeah. everyone Hold thinks. On. I want to find the one that Tom has posted a bunch. Encinitas <laughs> surfer interview. Let's see if I can find it real quick. Oh no, I don't think I can find it that quick. Uh no. It's all right. You can keep looking if you want to. The uh okay, Tom DeLong? Yeah. Oh, here <laughs> yeah, this is the dude. This is for sure the dude. Well, Tom, yeah, Tom has posted it many a time, but let's uh I'm going to post in that same watch together. But all right. Dude. All right. Oh, bro, it's just <laughs> like dude, you get the best barrels yeah. ever, dude. Just like you pull in you just get spit right out of them. And you just drop in and just smack the lip. Drop in. And then after that, you just drop in. You just ride the barrel and get pitted. So pitted. So man. pitted, dude. So pitted. Um, <laughs> I love that, dude. That is basically, uh, that's Jackson right there. That is him as an adult. <laughs> That's what he's gonna be like. Get so pitted, so pitted, so pitted. <laughs> Get pitted. Oh man. Where Speaking is of which, uh, we got uh, Jackson's on the drive home. We got his uh, invitation for his birthday party, and I was like, "Oh my god, Wes is gonna be so <laughs> nerf, buddy." <laughs> yeah, because we don't have that shit in our house. There's just no room for it, so we yeah. have no nerf guns here because we just. I can't handle when they throw Lego at each other. So. Yeah. Well, let him tell you about them. He has a he has quite the extensive collection. Yep. Yep. Oh, okay. Anyway, all right. <laughs> okay. So for sure. Um, for sure. You, yeah. <laughs> See. Okay, we're on the same page, but we got to do this thing now. I'm not going to beg on my hands and knees. The whole uh, wearing my heart on my sleeve, being emotional. That's not what I want. That's not what I do. You can be sure of that. Yeah. You can count on that for sure. For sure. For sure. So pitted. <laughs> and now we have an extended chorus. So all I can say I shouldn't say goes now into this five-line thing here. Can we take a ride? Get out of this place while we still have time. You want to take a ride? Get out of this place while we still have time. Yeah, we still have time. Come on. Are mm-hmm. you in or out? Now's our time. Let's not sleep on this. So can we take a ride? You want to take a ride? Oh, getting a little, oh, getting a little pushy. Oh, oh, oh. I'm getting yeah. some pushy vibes here. Yeah, uh-oh, uh-oh. And then we have a bridge 
It goes like this. I can't say I was never wrong, but some blame rests on you. Work and play, they're never okay to mix the way we do. I've been wrong in my life, but some of the blame is your doing. Sure, I may not be Mr. Right, but I'm Mr. Right now. And <laughs> and I, this is the only time he says the name of the song. Right? Work in there. And it does, yeah, gosh, it, Jim himself, What when we talk about the track notes, I think it, it we'll use the term, the office term and all that, but it definitely does have to do with taboo um, activities. And it could be in mm-hmm. work. It could be it, it, you know, in life in general. It could be as 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 obvious as the the track title here, but there you have it. Those are all the unique lyrics talking about two people trying to get get something going, um, yep. and one of them being a little pushy, almost too yeah. creepy factor. Yeah, for sure, <laughs> for, sure. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Get pitted. Um, so yeah, uh, deluxe liner notes included some notes from the band. Um, so here's what Zach wrote about work work. This song came along late in the process. The version here was the first draft. So this, uh, he's talking about the demo. So maybe I'll play the demo right after this. Uh, the version here was the first draft that Jim put together less than a month before we went into the studio. I always loved this drum loop that dr- Jim came up with that just repeated throughout the song. The first version is really interesting contrast to the final version that ended up more polished and more rocking. But this is still an amazing slash fresh version of this tune. So let's go ahead and play a little bit of demo here. And the demo, I believe the first verse and chorus just repeat for the second. So. Yeah. And there's no bridge here. You know, it's funny is I'm glad I didn't go over the demo lyrics because the demo lyrics on Genius are wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's the that's the demo. And, yeah, that that drum beat is uh, I, I understand they were rushing. We'll find out a little bit more about kind of the timeline of everything. Um, but, wow, it does the, does the Jeez. fucking smack you in the face. Yeah, no kidding, man. Put them up to yep. 11. Gosh. Yeah. So I've got notes here from Wikipedia and song facts. Yeah. That I believe a lot of them overlap 
facts here. Um, do you want to? It, it sounds like you might have song facts as well. You want to go over um, song facts, and I'll look at Wikipedia. Uh, I don't do have song that. facts. I have the couple of paragraphs that I grabbed from Wikipedia. If you want, I can oh, okay, go. Okay, then I'll look at song. Okay, facts you do song you facts. Do let's, let's swap and, it, um, and and I'll make sure that there's any. Uh, I'll, I'll check for any uh, uh, missing. Okay, notes here. Okay, so I've got here. Work was written by Jimmy Eat World's frontman. Jim Adkins, according to Adkins, work is about doing something you know you shouldn't be doing. It's about walking into an unhealthy situation on purpose, which could mean it's about an inter-office romance. Liz Fair agreed to sing backing vocals on the song after the band played it for her. Adkins later said, we're all fans of Fair's album Exile and Guyville, so maybe a bit of a crush thing was happening. She definitely brings the sexiness, an unquantifiable sexiness, sure, but she definitely brings it. She was super cool to work with. Work sounded like something she would sing. So we hunted her down through people we knew in Los Angeles. We showed her the song. She really liked it. So she came down and sang on it. And uh, yeah, there's a little bit more here. Uh, let's see. He told Phoenix New Times, there was something about work that reminded me of a Liz, of Liz Fair. I don't know exactly what it was. I always think it's interesting to hear male and female voices contributing to complex relationship type songs. Our A&R person had a connection with her, so I figured why not just ask Liz Fair to sing with us? She was into it, so in a couple days we had Liz Fair in the studio in L.A. where we were working doing backups. And uh, what else was here uh, in this coming of age song? Jimmy World frontman Jim Adkins makes his case to a girl asking her to ride off with him. It's very Thunder Road in its sentiment of escaping the confines of where you grew up and seeking something more replete with romantic intent. Were you a fan of uh, any Liz Fair music? So, yeah, let's talk about that. Uh, let's go to her most popular oh, song. I know what that was going to be. Uh, so I didn't know it by name. But I knew it the moment I played it. Um, yeah. And it is a bop. Oh, um, yes. This is from 2003. What What are the stats over here on? Uh, this is Why Can't I from 2003. Yeah. Um, what, it, what are the stats according to uh, this? It, it uh, dwarfs all of the other tracks. So this one's 33 million listens. Yeah. Compared to like a, a million, five million. Supernova is yeah. her second most popular here, I think. Yeah. Um, so let's take a listen to a little bit of Why Can't I? Oh, man. Oh, David. God, I love this song. Those verses are standard, like, one, five, four, three, right? Yep. And that's probably why it hits so hard. Yeah, man. And then the harmonies in here. Maybe it's not even harmonies. This is her singing with herself. She kind of looks like Sheryl Crow. Yeah. Maybe a little bit. Uh, Sheryl like Crow mixed with... Gosh, why can't I think of her name from uh This also sounds like it would be on a Zach Braff soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> like this like guitar. Alicia right Silverstone, here. that's it. Alicia Silverstone mm, mixed. Oh with, yeah, I see it for sure. Yeah. yeah, there's like a little video loop that's playing on the top of Apple Music here. And I was like, is that Cheryl Crow? And I was like, <laughs> no, that's her. Um there's also uh so 
it's kind of crazy, like thinking of the production and we'll listen to another song of hers that uh, Jim had suggested was maybe a song he was trying to a, a style of song he was trying to write. That song came out in 2003. It sounds very 2003. She Exile in Guyville, the album that Jim mentioned. Very different. It's from 93. Complete. I mean, production came so far. Oh, my because gosh. Yeah. Why can't I was very much probably recorded in Pro Tools with all kinds of quantizing and, and all this, uh, you know, modern studio effects in right. 2003 and 93. Like everything was like tape. Yeah. <laughs> and and so gritty. I mean? like, so it'll be interesting to hear the other track. Let me actually find real quick. Uh, I think it was this article that he did for MTV with James Montgomery. Here is, I know we're not in the reviews article section, but I, since we're talking about Liz Fair, let's talk about this, because I think this is where it gets mentioned, along with some of the quotes that you had mentioned. Let me see if it's in this. Um, hmm. Maybe not. The song featured backing vocals from indie sex pot turned red hot soccer mom Liz Fair, and the guys admit they were a bit intimidated by working with the woman who set hearts aflutter on her 1993 uh, an album Exile in Guyville, which famously features her cursing at, flirting with, and ranting about her married male suitors. We're all fans of Exile, so I'm, maybe a bit of cr uh, crush thing was happening, Adkins <laughs> said. She definitely brings the sexiness and unquantifiable sexiness, sure, but she definitely brings it. She was super cool to work with. Uh, yeah, so this is that quote that you read. Um, oh, this was a cool little bite. This isn't what I thought it was. And I'll, I'll get there in a sec. But Jimmy Eat World planned to shoot a work video, although they didn't know whether or not it would include fare. Until then, they're touring nearly nonstop crisscrossing North America. So that would have been kind of cool. I, I don't believe she's in the video. Um, no, I didn't We see can watch her. the video together um, and uh, maybe just trim it down for time. Um, but gosh, there was another bit. Ah, here it is. Uh, this, this I pulled from Wikipedia. Uh, the group felt... Okay, Liz Fair contributed backing vocals to work. The group felt it would be a song she she should sing. The band's A&R rep personally knew Fair and eventually got in contact with her. Atkins, who wrote the song while having Fair's divorce song from 1993 in mind, said the track was simply about doing something you know you shouldn't be doing. So let's listen to a little bit of Divorce Song, which is, according to Wikipedia, um, now, I didn't look at where that quote was sourced from uh, uh -huh. and I don't plan on it, but uh, let's listen to a little bit of divorce song, which is the fifth most popular song. Um, according to Apple music, the remastered version is what we'll listen to right now. I mean, this sounds like a 1993 yeah. song. Yeah, man. Nailed it, Jim. Oh, yeah, baby. Um, <laughs> um, might even be a preview of my Rave DJ. Um, 
so yeah, that is uh, some of the cool facts. Let's see. Is there anything else about Liz Fair before we move on from Liz Fairness? Um, <laughs> oh, uh, Consequence of Sounds article had a whole section. The Fairer Sex. Uh, there are no female vocals on any track here, save work. Jim's on all those backups, bassist Rich Burke. Rick Birch told punknews.org. He really worked on his range. The lady helping out on work, Liz Fair. No joke. Um, so there's that. Anything else about Liz Fair before we... I thought there was something else. Maybe I was just looking her up. Um, yeah, you know, I think I was walking the dogs and I was just on her Wikipedia, but her Wikipedia had some really cool stuff, man. Um, she's very accomplished. <laughs> yeah. Incredibly accomplished. Let's, let's pull up. Let's, let's, let's hit the highlights here. Um, born in 67 in New Haven, Connecticut. Oh yes, yes, yes. She, uh, she was married to a film editor, which yeah. is what, uh, stuck out to me. A, a Greek then, one. Yeah. And then they got uh, divorced, and that was that was before uh, the song that we listened to, um, "Why Can't I?" Um, so she really kind of like kicked ass right after uh, that um, that relationship fizzled out. Uh, and what was I going to say? Yeah, uh, let's see. She uh, recl- she moved from Chicago to L.A. after that. And uh, she currently lives in Manhattan Beach, which is not far from where I grew up. And she is a follower of third wave feminism, which I think is cool. Um, That's good. I I didn't know there were waves. Yeah, man. Uh, Iteration of the feminist movement that began in the early 90s, prominent in the decades prior to the fourth wave, grounded in the civil rights advances of the second wave. Gen X and early Gen Y generations, third wave feminists were born in the 60s and 70s, embraced diversity, individualism, and women and sought to redefine what it meant to be a feminist. So, yeah, there it is. There it is. Um, Sick. Um, Love. I I learned a lot about Liz Fair uh, from doing this (laughs) that I didn't know. So that was that was a good uh, that was a good deep dive. And I'm really stoked that she's on this track Um, because I know we've mentioned it in the past. Like, oh, yeah, Liz Fair somewhere in their catalog. Uh, And here it is. Um, Here's what Zach had to say about work um zach lind explained in 2007 after we left the studio with trombino we came up with polaris work pain and 23 the songs that really gave futures its heartbeat so work was devised after trombino so the demo that we hear is not a trombino session as much as it's a um a demo that was put together at least according to zach now let me uh let me search my uh my library. Yeah, Trombino session. Is there a work in here? Nope. All the Trombino demo of the Trombino demos, there is no work in here. So yeah, that that uh corroborate corroborates Lind's story there. Uh, did you read the MTV article? Did you go through that one? Yeah, I and I mentioned some of it there, the one that they that Jim did with James Montgomery, but I was specifically only looking for the uh Liz Fair stuff. What did you okay. find? I did, what there else was did some you find stuff, that was interesting in there? There was a, a, a little bit of a different quote at the top of this. It stopped me if you did go through this part. Um I did, but I didn't read it, so Okay. Yeah. And it's just more on the inner office relationship thing. Um though oh, yeah. Jimmy World frontman Jim Adkins has never worn a tie to work, 
or sat in a cubicle all day, he knows a thing or two about illicit inner office romances. My advice about office romances, don't do it. But if you do, good luck, he said. I've never actually worked in an office, so I don't know. But I can imagine being in close quarters with someone and you've got to have separate public and private personalities. Um, but Jim and bassist Rick Birch did have a fling for a while. That's what Zach Lynn said, yeah. So I, so I guess that counts as an interband thing. <laughs> According to that Tumblr that we found. Yeah. Jim and Tom. <laughs> The Tumblr, the uh, the Live Journal, all that stuff. Oh, that's what it was. It was yeah, Live Journal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's a that was just what kind of preceded all the stuff that they talked about with uh, with Liz yeah. Fair there. Um, I do have a couple all, a couple of top tens. No, more than that. Two articles. One from AV Club. Sweet. Moving out from the middle. Sixty minutes of eternal adolescence with Jimmy World. Sweetness, Bleed American Work, and an hour of the best, brightest songs Jim Atkins and company have to offer. How does this start out here? Oh, well, I'll read the beginning here. From A.A. Dowd, published July 16th, 2018. A couple of years ago, a strange blip appeared on the music sales matrix. Jimmy World's The Middle, an infectious dollop of alt-rock ear candy that hit the radio like a sugar rush a decade and a half prior, was suddenly back in heavy rotation. There it was, sitting pretty at number 16 on Billboard's Hot Rock Songs chart. Man, it's amazing to think that it got that high. Um, down, they went and uh, highlighted work. So work in 2004. If the guys of Jimmy World still needed proof in the wake of Bleed American's platinum sales that they'd made it, securing indie rock legend Liz Fair to sing backup probably provided it. To be fair, there's not much of Fair on the sparkling second single from Futures. She's there only to add some lilting harmony where it counts. But with its bright, crisp guitar hook and leave-it-all-behind chorus... Work is worthy of her cameo. It's an irresistible ode to jumping into the deep end with someone when you know you shouldn't. A reckless impulse not so far removed from some of the expressed in Exile and Guyville. Isn't work and play are never okay to mix the way we do? Just a different way of saying it's harder to be friends than lovers and you shouldn't try to mix the two. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sick. Uh, the other one was uh, ClassicRockHistory.com. I don't know how... Hmm. What, what the... Uh, the metrics are on this site. This is from uh, Brian Kachajian two years ago. Top 10 Jimmy World songs. Our top 10 Jimmy World song list takes a look at great American rock and roll from the state of Arizona. And uh, a band that was formed in the early 90s, hailing from the city of Mesa, talking about their 19... They even go to talk about their 1994 self-titled. Uh, oh, man, number 10. You're going to love this. Coffee and Cigarettes. Oh my God! They're number ten. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy Eat World song. Uh huh. And it's a goddamn car commercial ad. <laughs> yes. Just looking at that TikTok. Uh, number nine was work. Continuing with our Jimmy Eat World songs list, we present the track entitled "Work." The song was released in 2004 on the great album entitled "Futures." It was released as the second single from the Futures album. One of our favorite rock singers of all time, named Liz Fair was also featured on the track. This is a truly great Jimmy World song. The song hit number six on the Billboard, uh, U.S. Billboard alternative airplay charts. And inescapable that that uh, Max Rez default, the screen grab of um, Jim on that work official music video. <laughs> so close. Yep. He's got some of the best looks. Between that, sweetness, and what is it? Is it pain? Pain, the one I, I say looks like Jim uh, Billy Corgan. Looks um, with his eyes or outfits? Uh, I don't know. I think it's all the different outfits. He's got yeah. long hair and work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweetness. Yeah. His vibe. Zach is behind him looking really creepy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, you mentioned the chart info. I, I pulled some here. It was the second single from the 2004 album Futures. In the U.S., it stayed on the Billboard Alternative Songs chart for 21 weeks, peaking at number six on March 19th, 2005. The song made two appearances on the U.K. singles chart and peaked at number 49 on April 9th, 2005. So that's the other chart info I was able oh, okay. to on Wikipedia. Let's see here. We've got all right. You read that one. Uh, they did. I have a review from the Morning Call. This is John J. Moser, not Jingleheimer Schmidt. Uh, the Morning Call, October seventeenth, two thousand four, at nine a.m. Review with tenth anniversary of Futures, Jimmy World at Sherman Theater shows how far it's moved beyond emo. I see. It's being the band. Yes. How far it has? Yeah. Yes, by all appearances, Jimmy World's 2004 album Futures was not a landmark release. It sold well. It went gold, charted in the top 10, and had one hit, The Gold Pain. But in retrospect, that was largely because it followed the band's true benchmark in 2001 breakthrough, uh, Bleed American. So then they were on their Futures anniversary tour, which you and I both attended. It was wonderful here. Um, The group opened the show without introduction, diving into the title track from Futures, a song whose sound is far less emo than anything on Bleed American and far more straightforward rock. Frontman Jim Adkins' herky-jerky David Byrne intensity. I think that's the first time I've ever heard him likened to David Byrne, but... Yeah, interesting. Herky jerky David Byrne intensity emphasized the performance of just thought. So, losing points already. (laughs) Just thought. Uh, And a very good work with its chanty chorus, which Adkins encouraged the audience to sing. And then they go on to talk about the other tracks with Kill being an amazing midpoint. But just thought. Yeah, interesting. I'm sort of looking at the. So I I was surprised to see that Futures hadn't gone platinum. And I wanted to see if there's a way to find out. Click to view sales volume for a single year. But I'm sort of looking at like music sales units of millions and everything seems to have peaked combining all formats in 2008 um and that includes you know download ringtones vinyl cd music video and physical or physical music videos interesting but yeah it seems to have peaked at like the eh, 1900 million so one almost two billion units okay um, but I can't find that that's, that's across the entire music industry. I'm trying right. to find like, where does futures lie currently? Is it at 950,000 sold or is it, you know what I mean? Right. How far from going platinum do you think it is? Um, I don't think we'll know. I think they just tell you. Yeah. I feel like we've gone down that road before. Hmm. They are the gate holders. Yeah, I don't know. Let me look at this. Um, I do have one more mention of this. It's incredibly brief. Uh, we've ref- we've referred back to this Craig Manning article from Chorus FM, uh, basically titled "Has or starting off with Has it really been ten years?" This was more a kill centric article, but does go on to mention. Just how much he loves futures, but in this one little paragraph does um, mention work here. So the instant emotional connection I had with Kill was n- like nothing I'd ever felt before, but it was only the beginning of the journey that I would take with futures 
a journey that has lasted through each of the past 10 years. The first time I sat down to hear the album front to back, it was like one life-changing experience after another. The roaring riffs of the title track, the claustrophobic intensity of Just Tonight, saving that slowest dance for last in work, the canals freezing in the world you love, the kiss with open eyes on pain, the haunting feedback and piano arrangement of Drugs Are Me, the exquisite pain permeating every second of Polaris, the good song to say what I can't in Night Drive, the pounding aggression of Nothing Wrong, and certainly the all-encompassing symphonic swell of 23. Every song brought something new into my world. So his most memorable lyric was saving the slowest dance for last. Yeah. The DJ, man. The rave DJ. <laughs> so those are all Speaking the articles which, that I had. This is our uh, last future song. Yeah, we're closing this album out, man. With both uh, with a track mm-hmm. that we've both hearted. No yeah. less. Yeah. There you go. It was scary to to do a big song. Yeah. Um there were three different presses of a CD single and a 7-inch vinyl of which I do have a review from Stitches and Grooves. It's not much. Um this was posted September 22nd, 2010. This is one of the many 7-inch singles taken from Futures. It was pressed on blue vinyl, and I have no idea how many were pressed. It was a UK-only 7-inch, and those are usually either very limited or in the couple thousands. And there is a photo here of the work vinyl. Um, And is there anything on this hype sticker? Limited edition blue vinyl includes exclusive track, The Concept, which we most recently did, so. Mm. Um, damn, the concept was the B-side, and I'm sure we talked about that on the concept episode. Um, Did you catch on, that this one was uh, oh. was on One Tree Hill? That-, that was exactly what I was about to talk about. <laughs> it was on One Tree Hill and Gossip Girl. Yeah, do you want to listen to, it's a three and a half minute yeah. little bit. All right, I'll, put, I'll pop this, I'm going to copy this and put this into watch together. I believe this is awesome. the actual scene. Uh, nice. Let's see. We'll see if it is. No. Ah, dang it. Ah. Shoot, man. That's a. Bummer. I think I saw this video too, and I was like, that just looks like artwork from yeah, the soundtrack. Right. <laughs> I was really hoping it was gonna be. Um. Dang it. I was bamboozled. <laughs> Hornswoggled. Uh huh. <laughs> Jimmy, I want to see if it. I want to see if it shows up. The scene. Yeah, I'll see if I can. Uh, you know what? Uh, I think it is this one. End of the line. Are we going to go with... Um... Oh, dude. Season 2, episode 10. One Tree Hill, 222. Two, two. Nah, that doesn't look like a, it, no. Um, gossip Girl. Musical moments that defined Gossip Girl. This is a an article. I wonder... Oh, I love Gossip Girl. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. I mean, it's so bad, but it's so good. Yeah, you know what? How come they have they have kill on here from One Tree Hill, the scene, but they don't have work? Because I feel like yeah. we've watched this scene before. This is not it. Here, I'm just gonna pop this in here. I don't think this is it, but I want to see where um, where this one takes us. End of the episode, part one. Oh yeah, this was uh, this is twenty three. They've got twenty (laughs) three. Come on. I feel like the work one would have been taking place inside the uh, that 
live bar. Oh, right. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Right. That seems like one of those tracks. There is a Jimmy Eat World wiki on fandom.com. Oh, <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I can't tell if there's anything worth using. It's all the same stuff we already have. Yeah. Dang it. I really want to. Well, bummer. It's yeah. on those. And if you have those uh, DVDs lying around Let's, somewhere. Oh, hold on. Let's try this. Give me one more chance here. Third time is the charm here. Let's see. This is one more chance. Come on. Show it to me. Give me some love here. George Bernard Shaw once wrote, there are two tragedies in life. One is to lose your heart. My son down. Uh, the other is to gain it. Clearly, Shaw had his heart broken once or twice. Boom, boom, bada, mm, boom, yeah. boom, boom. <laughs> if you only once. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, well, yeah. Well, and we talked about this. There's something about work that it's so high up in the pantheon of songs. It's their number four most played song, according, according to Setlist FM. But there's almost not, there's not a ton of great info on it, and no one's really talking about it much. It just exists. Yeah. Um. Let's start talking about the music video while you poke around still. I know. Is it, the music video for work was filmed so at Madison dead. West High School in Madison, Wisconsin. It features interviews with some of the school's students who talk about their futures and their lives after graduation. The students are shown during the school day and also after school doing things such as skateboarding, smashing television sets, and going to parties. The video also features the band playing under a tree in a field. The music's, music video's director, Mark Webb, grew up in Madison and attended Madison West High School. So he shot this back at his old alma mater. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think we're... I can't remember where the commentary was on this. We'll probably get There's to it. There's commentary on the video? There is about... There was... Talking about the, the choices that they made about showing students at school doing things like skateboarding, the smashing television sets, going to parties, mm -hmm. which is a lot less uh, serious when you're talking about inner office romance and all that sort of thing. So they've, they chose to make oh, it a little more so. universally applicable to the fan base mm -hmm. that they, mm. people just saying that's why they chose to go with students to just try and address a younger audience Right. Um, or at least uh, approach that younger audience. Well, let's watch a little bit of this video. We can cut it out for yeah. time. All right. But I want to see the kids talking. Yeah, let's see. What are you excited about down the road? I'm really excited about getting out of here. I'm trying to like focus on like my career. I might get accepted to colleges, but I might not. Yes. I got accepted like last week. We weekend. go to kindergarten and then you go to elementary school, then you go to middle school, then you go to high school. Same day, over and over again. It's almost like a beautiful jail. People's parents are so afraid that their kids are doing everything wrong. But that's part of learning. You did it, we need to do it too. If you only once oh, so good. So long. Don't think we're not serious. Words in 
is Jim playing a Les Paul here? Yeah, he is. Oh. Oh, Liz is doing the lower harmony there. Yeah. interesting life. I don't want to go and just settle down. I think about, you know, like where I'm going to go to college. Am I going to like it? Am I going to get a good job? Whatever it is, I want to take my talent somewhere else. I'm excited to, like, not be an adolescent anymore. So tight. And they use this tree that I assume is in Madison. Yeah, um, that's the for one. For the artwork for the single. Yeah, they did. Nice big wide picture. Yeah. So you could hear Liz on there singing yeah. the lower harmonies. Getting out. Um, and it's funny because I sing a lot of those lower harmonies when I'm driving in the car. Yeah, right? Yes. Um, and Mark Webb. Are you familiar with Mark Webb's other work? No, I'm not. Okay, so the biggest thing, you, you've probably seen a ton of his videos. Um, Mark Webb did uh, a lot of the White Lamb videos, if you remember... Uh, Yellow Cards, Ocean Avenue. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rough it, Landing Holly had the white lamb on stuff. Mark Webb directed those videos. Uh, he also did Sick Transit, Gloria, Gloria Fa- Glory Fades for Brand New. Um, and uh, he also directed his directorial debut for feature film was 500 Days of Summer. And uh, Zach even posted a congratulatory tweet from the band's account. Uh Oh, I guess this is <laughs> rounding me strangely. Congrats to Mark Webb, director of our work, uh, our video work, on his recently released directorial effort, 500 Days of Summer. Great job, Mark. And that was August 24th, 2009. Um, very cool. Um, he then went on to direct The Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2 with Andrew Garfield. Um, gifted. I never saw the those. only living... <laughs> Oh, really? Uh, They're okay. Um, 
Gifted in 2017, The Only Living Boy in New York in 2017, and Snow White, which is in pre-production and will be coming out in 2024 for Disney, the live adapt the live action adaptation of Snow White. Um, also directed, <laughs> dude, uh, an episode of The Office in 2010. That was his first. Uh, oh, really? Which does it say which first- episode he did? Manager and the Salesman. Let's see what happens in that episode. <laughs> 16th episode of the sixth season. Oh, I didn't get that. 100, episode 116 overall. Written by Mindy Kaling, directed by Mark Webb. It originally aired in the United States February 11th, 2010. Um, new CEO Joe Bennett visits the Scranton branch and insists that either Michael or Jim step down from the manager to salesman. Jim is ready to step down after realizing he could make more money as a salesman, but Michael soon learns this as well, and Sweet talks Joe into making him uh, the salesman and Jim the manager. Meanwhile, Andy gets Aaron a Valentine's Day card, but gets everyone else in the office one as well to avoid suspicion, (laughs) and accidentally gives a very romantic card to Kelly, and Dwight and Ryan conspire to get Jim demoted. Uh, I vaguely remember this episode. uh, so that's pretty cool that he got to do an episode of The Office. Uh, let's see what other TV he did. Lone Star, Battleground, Limitless, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, Instinct, The Code, The Society, Blood and Treasure, Why Women Kill, Rebel, The Republic of Sarah, and Just Beyond. I knew some of those. <laughs> uh, and then let's see what other bands. Uh, the very first music video he did was in 97 for Blues Traveler. That sounds like a band you know. Well, you know Canadian I Rose. <laughs> I was just talking about John Popper tonight with, I, the, with who, a friend of mine. Who? The the lead singer. Uh, a, also the. I uh, do think we've talked about John Popper. He's a, yeah. a harmonica. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. He right? plays the harp, okay. man. The mouth harp. Awesome. Uh, did a Lance Bass video in two thousand one. Uh, Good Charlotte, the Motivation Proclamation, Three Doors Down, Duck and Run, uh, AFI, The Days of the Phoenix. Now that is a great song um green day waiting good charlotte festival song um trying to see he did a lot of oh unwritten law see in red that's a great song oh that is a good song puddle of mud she hates me classic harder to breathe by maroon five hate breed i will be heard the wallflowers when you're on top o-town hoobastank remember me disturbed remember lots of remembering um, cold, <laughs> yeah, cold. AFI, uh, the leaving song part two, three doors down here without you, Santana, why Ooh, don't you and I? Brand new, canceled, right? MXPX, everything sucks when you're gone. POD, brand new, yeah. Um, Santana again, nothing at all. POD again, change the world. Puddle of mud, Midtown, give it up. Yellow oh, Card Ocean right. Avenue now. I'm not okay, I promise. Oh, he did the video for My Chemical Romance. I'm not okay, I promise. That's a great video. Um, Jesse McCartney. That's a name I remember. Dirty Vegas, Coheed. <laughs> what Coheed song? Blood Red Summer. Do you know that one? Uh, Blood Red Summer. Which track was that one? Oh, uh, by Coheed and Cameron? No, Coheed. I don't. I yeah. don't. No. Okay. Hoobastank, Disappear. The Used All That I've Got. That's a great song. Helena, My Chemical Romance. Now, that is a classic My Chem song uh, video. Yeah. Um, are, do you remember yep. that one? Oh, yeah. I've seen yeah, so yeah. many, and I've seen so many uh, <laughs> recreations of that. Oh, he did the video that. for Snow Patrol's Chocolate. Yeah. He's got a man, Mark Webb, lot man. under ha, his ha, belt. He, he did the Ha Ha Heat uh, video for Middle of Nowhere. That's Ooh, good. he did Wake Up for Hillary Duff. 
Ashley Simpson's boyfriend. Yellow cards, lights, and sound. Oh, dude, he did perf- perfect situation for Weezer. Oh, yeah. Great track. What happens in that video? I don't remember that perfect one. Perfect situation. I know that song, but I don't remember the video. Couldn't tell you. <laughs> Let love down the drain. Here's a go. That's it. Oh, there's a music. There's like a there's like a superhero theme, isn't there? I, I Lonely yeah. night. Once again. Now you're getting unbelievable. Right? Something like that. It's been so long. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see it. Uh, we- okay. He's wearing a track jacket. Classic. It says before there was Weezer was the uh is like the intro. Yeah, that's graphic. the title. What happens in this video? <laughs> there was Weez. Okay, we've talked about this. This sounds just like the other song that they have. Give me some love, give me some love, yeah. give me some I want you to know. Right? Yeah, yeah, I is agree this, with that. This there's has got to be a point of contention in the community. There's <laughs> there's a lot of points of contention in the community for Weezer. Then what was the other video that they did? The song that they did with the Muppets that had like two versions. There was the album version bump, and then bump, the version bump, they would play on. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah, keep fishing. And yeah, was, but then, yeah. like, wasn't there a version they played on K-Rock versus the album version? Or maybe it was this one. What's the deal with my brain? Why am I so obviously insane? In a perfect situation, I let love down the drain. There's the pitch, slow and straight All I have to do is swing and I'm a hero But I'm zero Oh, this is where they have the, the band is Wheeze, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love Rivers. He's so weird. Yeah, he is. He is very strange. Sizzy loves Rivers so much. Oh, man. I love this. He did the Love Like Winner video for AFI. Miss Murder for AFI. I can't get over it. He did London Bridge for uh, for Fergie. He did The River for Good Charlotte. Must have done something right for Reliant K. That's a great song that I only learned via Sadie Hawkins pod. Three videos for My Chemical Romance. I Don't Love You, Teenagers, and Blood all in 2007. Oh, he did Black Audio. He must be really good friends with David. Yeah, Cabot. he did. <laughs> Green Day 21 Guns. Ugh. Green Day 21st Century Breakdown. Ugh. She and Him. Weezer again. Oh, that's a great song. If you're wondering if I want you to, I want you to. Oh, that is a good track. Dunk, 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 dunk. Oh, that's Red Album, right? If you're wondering if I want you to, I want you to. Oh, I think so. Well, it was off Ratitude. Ratitude. I should have known. Fit the scene just right. Oh, he edited the MXPX and brand new videos. And that is about it. He did a video for Green Day in 2010. And then... Uh, Zane featuring Sia in 2017. And that is all we have for Mark Webb. That's a lot about That's Mark a lot Webb. of Mark Webb. But, I mean, the dude's accomplished, man. But now he's doing features. He's doing Snow White for Disney. That's huge. I'm glad he's staying busy, man, in the industry. Yeah, it's cutthroat. Yeah. Um, And that I, I, we read everything out of the reviews and articles that I had. Um, Community, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. What do you got? All right. I've got a few things from Reddit here, as as I normally do. 
Uh, the first was actually this this track showed up, or the music video did, um, in the Pop Punkers subreddit. So a good, it's always outside good to the see community. All right. Yeah, it's always good to see stuff outside of the Jimmy World subreddit here from a year ago by a deleted account. Um, ninety eight percent upvoted, one hundred and four points. And uh, Jimmy R. Hall, top commenter here, says, I was in junior high. I was a junior in high school when this came out, and I bought it when it was released. This hit some nostalgic feel since I was basically the age of these kids. Um, what's the math on us? We were three and two years removed from high school. Yeah, right? I graduated in 2002. Yeah. And this came out in 2004 right. in the video. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't have the same kind of impact I had a different kind. It was just because I love futures in general. Yeah. Um, this is I was so- thinking you were in high school when Columbine happened, though. Yes, I was. Yeah, that was wild. Yeah, uh, you know what though? Again, I I think it was, and it was also because of the time. I was very unaware of what was going on. I feel like it wasn't until same. We were like, oh man, did you hear about that thing that happened? That's fucked up. And then we went on with our lives, but like. Here we are 21 years later and we're like, uh, or 23 years later. And we're like, oh man, that was really fucked up. Yeah, that like, was. That, I mean, now that you that changed the course of everything. That was did. like, that was like when Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. Like now comedians are not safe on stage anymore because of that, that impetus that happened, that everything since then is going to be fair. You're never going to stop hearing about people going on stage because somebody says shit that you don't like. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely. And also being able to go back and look at the stuff, the the things that weren't as easily accessible. Like I was at school when they would show the news footage. I didn't really watch news at night, so I didn't watch that either. But now being yeah. able to go back and look at all the footage that they have, all yeah. the stuff, it's just wild to be able to see like this was going on when we were just eating our lunch at school. Yeah. And even as an adult, my dad was watching a Bernie Madoff documentary today and I was like, so what did he do and why and what? And that yeah. was in 2008. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Anyway. Yeah. There, I mean, there is a lot of love for this track in this thread. Yeah. I have to think that I'm outside of Jimmy world. So all these comments here, like Luna Loki cat, one of, one of my favorite songs ever, uh, ask Jim 91. God, I love Jimmy world so much. It's painful. <laughs> bottle of charades i'll never forget watching this video debut on fuse tv which is another cool concept that whole debuting of music videos i forgot mm-hmm. i think the last one that i remember is probably some rock music uh before that the biggest act that i remember releasing videos that were noteworthy was probably michael jackson and oh yeah because you would i mean i would we would we would make popcorn for those those debuts <laughs> Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of lovers in here of Jimmy World. It's such a nice thing. Futures was such a f- great fucking album. This is a perfect song. Uh, one one of my favorite songs as a kid, and I went to, on to live it later. Mm. Yeah. But then... I mean, if you're not living this song, you're not doing it right. Yeah, right. I guess this is more of a... This is more of just... It, 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 look, it's, a, it's an appreciation thread, so there's going to be a lot of just gushing about this. This was three years ago from Fat Daddy 543 I love work. The second single from Futures. The song is what made me a diehard Jimmy fan after casually liking the big singles from Bleed American. 
Everything about this song is perfect, from its guitar riff to the woes in the post-chorus. The lyrics are a big standout for me as well, with lines like, when the dance is through, it's me and you. Come on, would it really be so bad? And work and play, they're never okay to mix the way we do. Hitting pretty hard. The backing vocals are also amazing, too, with Liz Fair blending greatly with Jim and Tom, adding another layer of harmony that makes everything sound more beautiful. More importantly, it made me see how Jimmy World was more than that band who did the middle. It made me realize that they have depth, heart, and a knack for catchy hooks and choruses. Easily my favorite song from Futures and my second favorite Jew song of all time, behind a praise chorus, which also deserves some praise. Sound off in the comments about why you love this song. People talking about the video. Ella Bella Medella wrote remarks about the video. Um, this is them pop punkers? No, this is back in the Jimmy oh, world. Okay, okay. So a lot of people that are in in the group here. But yeah, you know, I agree. It's it's there was something about it when I listened to it for me to to heart it alongside. Uh, I also hearted twenty three and kill, but this one really stood out for it being. I mean, it, yeah. it was a single. I it wish was, it were the. I wish it were the lead off single. Like I remember actively hearing Pain get debuted on K Rock, and I was like, eh. yeah. <laughs> I liked how gritty and uh, strong it was. It's almost like they were angry. And that's yeah, kind of made guess, you made yeah. you look like, look twice. Go, yeah. no, okay, maybe I'll give them another chance. They're not. I mean, if work came out first, it would be different. It would almost be like not necessarily like as poppy as the middle, but it would be a different reception. And who knows what they would have done after having work out first? Right. It's an interesting uh, theory or uh, um, idea. Uh, yeah. This one came from. Do you have Do you have any? I've got a few more to go through. Um, I pulled the top song meeting comment, which is a little long, but um, it's Silver Dew posted this December 11th, 2007. I love this song. It seems the lyrics on this album actually get quite dark and bitter in places. Even on the surface, they might seem like happy songs. This one is a good example. I take it that he's trying to convince someone to sleep with him. I don't see how the first verse can mean anything else. I really don't. And it's just a more jaded view of love. It seems like he feels a lot more for the person than he is letting on, but he knows it's not mutual. The chorus is about getting out of the club or wherever they are while uh, she's still in the right mood to go along with what he wants before the night ends and the spell is broken. And yeah, work does mean a job. But I think the line is referring more to their balance between work and play, not about the two things in general, but uh, if you know what I mean. The key point is to mix the way we do. It could be okay to mix the two, but it's uh, in the song the narrator is putting in all the work, but for the other person, it's just a game. I think they based the video around high school because they didn't want to shoot a video about one night stands and alienate the teenage audience lol it's great with jimmy Eat world how the music can sound so sparkly and happy but when you read into it the lyrics can get really vicious um yeah i, I could see that and i do agree it's probably not a workplace thing um but uh yeah it's definitely like they're just trying to fuck <laughs> yeah right <laughs> so yeah Come on, let's just get it on. You and me. We're here. Yeah. Let's, we're now. <laughs> let's do yeah. it. That was and the comment the that you're not supposed to. This is definitely like when you've had a couple drinks and you get that liquid courage to mm -hmm. start experimenting. Yeah. <laughs> that I'm glad you caught that. That was the that was the comment that uh, I was referring to that I couldn't remember where I had seen it. Yeah. It was, oh, sweet. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. 
Um, a couple more things here. There was one from JG four two nine a year ago, spotted in the series finale of Superstore. Um, do you oh, did you watch that? I never finished that. I did. I love Superstore. It's so good, especially because Susie and I both work retail for so long. Yeah. Um. Uh. We just understood so much of it, but I never finished the show. Like basically, I think when America Ferrera left the show, I just stop watching and not because she left the show it was just like all right i guess the show's moving into a new chapter and i'm also not watching appointment tell i'm not watching television much As, anymore, yeah so. yes yeah, so this was the series finale this is when it closed out the whole show right uh so the song is in that this is what it is i'll, I'll read the comments okay. first i'm not sure if this is actually jimmy or a cover it sounds weird and then seductive god of thunder says mm. It's a running gag in the show to have Muzak versions of popular songs playing during those mm. interstitials. Uh, so let's listen to it. Let's see if this is it. Oh, she found the... the yeah, clip. she has the clip here. Sweet. Yeah, that's it. That's definitely... Interesting. It. That's for sure. Where uh, you have a link to that? I want to yeah. run it through... Uh, I want to run it through Shazam and see if... It comes up with, like, what cover that is. Yeah, it sounds... <laughs> that's funny, though. It's definitely... I mean, it's work. <laughs> funny. All right, here, I'm going to... All right, you do that. Do this quickly. It just sounds... Yeah, it sounds almost like someone covering it that uh, they just grabbed and said, Hey, can we use your cover version? <laughs> No, no, get it. Okay. Well, it was worthy, huh? Because I wonder if I know the editor. (laughs) Yeah, take a look. (laughs) Yeah, I'll look it up and I'll I'll see. All right. Okay. See if you can find it. I uh. So in the line of JG four two nine a year before that, she had posted this as the song of the week submitted by user nzxy. Reason: I had grown up with only one CD in my dad's car. Futures. This song is my all-time favorite, oh. and just screaming and singing along has brought me to tears because I love my father so much. I hope someone has been affected by this song as much as it has me because it means everything to me. In this album. Cool to add. All sales final. Let's who edited this episode. <laughs> Conway's Triple Deke does say, uh, "Longish hair, Jim is weird." Such a great song, though. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it is uh, weird to no, see. No, James hair. Renfro. I don't know James. Brad Renfro. Why does Renfro? Brad's. Yeah, it's Brad's cousin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, let's see if we have any mutuals. No, but he's. It's so crazy. He's like my age. How do that I makes sense? If he's picking up, if he's making music for uh, Jimmy World, or well, he's know. the editor. Yeah, but if he's choosing that, perhaps yeah. choosing it. Yeah, 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 totally. Interesting. All right, cool. <laughs> yeah all right uh all right let's see ella bella Medella in that same thread says well as someone who's been married to their former co-worker for around 15 years i'd like to dispute the lyrics that's true this, this is possibly my least favorite song on futures but only because i overplayed it because i did love it so much i also think it sounds a bit different to the rest of the album it's great live though and yes yeah, snake oil 27 does remark about it's a contender for my favorite intro riff agreed i really like that it's all over the yeah. place. I think it's good. Yeah. I, I I can't tell if I love it or not. Um, but yeah, I, I uh, yeah, what I call now, I don't think it's my favorite opening riff. And not 
not because it's bad, but because like Bleed American and Futures exist. <laughs> yeah, but I think this one is so within within two, maybe three notes. You you are you know which song it is, and you know what you're getting out of it. And I think that's, that's what I like about it is that it's so that uh, that metallic sound of I guess at this point you know he's still playing Gibson instruments. Uh, it just kind of like strikes through. It's so jarring. Mm. Just hear that boom, you know. So yeah. yeah, it's not that. It's a good arpeggiated. Yes, intro right. For sure. It's not. It's not anything shredding, but it's definitely yeah. very unique. And I don't. You don't really hear much like that. Um, a couple more things submitted two years ago. Which is better, work or kill? Bro, can we get last ride of the night on Goliath discussion thread? Oh, this right. is very important. I've always felt these two songs go hand in hand and are very similar. I can never decide which I prefer. I know there are going to be a bunch of comments like, I don't rank songs, I just enjoy them, or they're too good to decide. Whatever, I don't care. I just want to hear if there's a consensus or not. Uh, Yeah, and then Pebble Swift with the top comment here. People generally like Kill. Both are great. Kill has better written guitars, vocals, lyrics, songwriting, everything. The solo in work is killer, but it just doesn't have that something special like Kill does. Um, secret agent clunk does give the edge to work. Um, loves his voice. Mm-hmm. Kill, kill, Lots kill, 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 kill. About his kills. voice on Last FM Shoutbox. Maybe this is one of those. I mean, he's got a lot. Of, he wouldn't sing the song if he couldn't sing it well, right? This maybe this is just the mm-hmm. one. Uh, did you say that you had a high note, notable high note for this one? Uh, yeah, I have two notable high notes, the higher of which is in the acoustic version, uh, A4, but G-sharp 4 uh, is on the record. Okay, it doesn't seem that high, so it feels like something that would be strong notes, but still comfortably in his range. But it looks like the consensus here is that kill, uh, kill just, uh, I guess, kills. Like, Can we take kills a work. ride? Ah, ah. Probably there. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, all right, so... I'm going to start this off. It's a little, it's not little sad. It's kind of, it's very sad. <laughs> um, but I'll start it off with that. And then I'll go to the one that's a little more wholesome. Uh, and this is just, this is just life. I mean, talking about, we were talking about Columbine earlier. It's a little bit serious here. Uh, discussion thread. Does anyone know what happened to the kids in the work music video submitted six I months ago? I almost looked them up. That's so funny. Yeah. yeah Monty Bo. Sorry if it's been asked already. I've been bringing classic Jimmy music videos lately or binging classic Jimmy music videos lately, and I wondered if anyone knew if they managed to take a ride and get out of their town or get into college or whatever. Bit of a long shot, but I figured I'd ask out of curiosity. So Linux1212 says, no idea, but I'd be curious. Good place to start would be the 2005 Madison West High alumni. Mm -hmm. alumni. Good start. I just picked two of the names that were very unique out of there. Um, Yeah. One of the first, I think is the second individual, Ed Carey, Jarquez Noble. Okay. Kind of a sad story here. Um, September 27th, 2021, police investigate after one person shot killed in on Madison's mm. southwest side, and it happened to be at Cary. Um, it was an incident. Yeah, you can go to the, the article here. Uh, they identified who shot him. Uh, his name is 59-year-old Doyle Reifert. They knew each other, but it was a homicide. So you can see his um, October 12th, 1987 to October 13th, 2021. So um, wow. he was the second individual that showed up. The other, another one. Um, oh shoot! Did I close that one? I did. I want to go and watch. Let's listen to his uh, bit again, because yeah, he was the second kid. Right. What are you excited about down the road? 
really excited about getting out of here. I'm trying to like focus here on like my career. I might get accepted to college. So he, yeah. say, he was saying he wants to focus on his career. Yeah. Does it say um, what he ended up doing? Um, in his obituary, it just says an obituary is not available this time. It just has the tribute. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't say talking about concealed carry. Yeah. Mm. Um, on a more positive note, though, a couple other students further down the road, it says Pira, P-I-H-R-A, Pira. She uh -huh. uh, moved to Phoenix, Arizona is an, and is an assistant attorney general. Whoa. Yeah, in the Phoenix area. So she litigates on behalf of the Department of Child Safety and Matters related to dependency and termination of parental rights. Mm -hmm. So she's very high up there. Um, so she made something of herself and got out of town. So she uh, definitely left. The other ones were a little too uh, common of names to to filter out and find out what they did. But, you know, it's like one of those things with, with life. You just, uh, you don't know what's going to happen to you. <laughs> yeah. And just even, a, gosh, man, a year ago. Yeah. And it was a day after his birthday, man. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny. As soon as I saw his name, I was like, oh, that would be the person I start with because his name is so unique. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Ed Carey, Jarquez, Noble. Yeah. So those are the two that I could find information on. Um, oh, let's see. Well, cool, Here's man. his LinkedIn. Financial service at TDS Telecommunications Corps. All right. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, uh, anything else that you've got from the Reddits? No, that was it. That is it. Man. All right. I've got a you know, shout box like we do. Um, I can't sort it, but I can glance at... Well, let's see, recently popular or newest, yeah. I'm just going to go by which has the most upvotes. So this one has five. Amazing track with such an epic chorus, says Josh James. Um, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. <laughs> A lot of shout is not available. Uh, I'll bet you that that is the most popular because... I'm scrolling, scrolling, scrolling and not seeing any thumbs up. Here's a long one. I don't understand it either. Some of their lyrics can be sad or whatever, but that can't make a genre emo, surely. Then again, they try to call the kooks indie. That's not indie. It's more of that mainstream what's appealing to the kids stuff, especially not when you have the proper indie like Josh Pike, Death Cab for Cutie, and Bell and Sebastian, for example. Exclamation point, exclamation point. Says XXMKXX. Um in 2000 that's <laughs> yes. just a really long thing so um, emo here's another one that's sort of long uh cat caitlin shiloh says this song makes me sad like we have to grow up and move away from our childhood i like it but not when i'm in a sad mood oh gee i'm starting to cry mm. um let's see oh interesting oh no i'll bet you this isn't up anymore somebody october 18th 2008 folk slash country cover of the song up at myspace.com slash amber dust music oh bummer Let's see man. if myspace.com slash amber dust music is up it is still up top tracks no it's not here though uh top tracks let's go to view all i don't know how to work myspace <laughs> does anybody no it can't be done uh i don't see work on here and wasn't the whole thing that they lost all their songs right like if i hit yeah. play on any of these yeah it's just gonna oh there's something this is run and hide 
Ooh, that sounds Midwest emo-y. Yeah, right? What was that? <laughs> we were on a break! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so I I see. It's It seems to just be pointing to YouTube links, which is kind of interesting. I wonder if somebody at MySpace is sitting there, like, hand... Yeah, like, going, I got nothing to do. Copying the name of the song <laughs> and the name of the album and all that stuff, and then finding the YouTube link and linking it. But no uh, no work on here. Um, but that would have been cool. So, yeah, that was Mike NH16, Amber Dust Music. I wonder if I just search for Amber Dust Music, because, you know, obviously doing the covers for this was... Um, Gosh. Overwhelming? Uh, yeah. <laughs> It was work. Um, it was definitely work. I wonder if I can come up with anything. I tried. I mean, I, I kind of looked. Is Jimmy Eat World a Midwest emo? <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, these questions. Yeah, Amber Dust Music is not coming up with No. The, Which is yeah. a bummer. I did a, a lot of different variations on it, but yeah, there's nothing. Bummer. Well, thank you for doing that work. And that's all I've got for Shoutbox. Um, let's see if I have anything else. I'm so bummed out. And now I've got this uh, still frame of Ed Curry. Or Ed Carey. Um, he was oh, only yeah. 17 when they did the video. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> um, ah, wise Guy Um, who did the uh, music guide on uh, Reddit, subreddit music guides, says, Work was somewhat commercially successful, but it sounds a lot like something off of Bleed American. Still, great. And uh, this is Kobe Bryant's original number. 17? Eight. Ah, Number eight that's it. on J.T. O'Donnell's. Yeah, list. sports, man. Sports. <laughs> work. Context is key for me when it comes to work. The best of what you'd call classic Jimmy Eat World songs on Futures. It was essentially the perfect song for me at the perfect time of my life. Imagine this scenario. It's fall 2004. I'm a high school senior living in the same town with the same kids for my entire existence. I'm this close to leaving that behind for greener <laughs> pastures. Don't get me wrong. I was one of those weirdos who loved high school, but like everyone else, moving on was pretty exciting proposition. I also loved high school. I would 100% do it again. That's just me. That's a, that's a me aside. Uh -huh. um, so in the middle of this, my favorite band puts out an album that just so happens to have an effectively perfect guitar pop rock song with Jim Adkins and Liz Fair singing Can We Take a Ride and Get Out of This Place While We Still Have Time over and over in the chorus. And they put out a music video for the song linked above centered on kids going through the exact thing I was going through. Yeah, there was no way I wasn't going to love work. The ascending, descending guitarist put over put it over the top. It's a great song from a great record that came along at the exact right moment for me. Also, for fans of The Office, someone made an incredible YouTube montage of Jim Halpert and Pam's story set to work, but it has sadly disappeared from the internet. I would like to think that Jim and Pam were Jim Eat World fans, but who knows? Yeah, I can see them being Jimmy I, World. Fans. Me too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you want to go to the Jimmy World concert? <laughs> mm -hmm. That's the face. That's the one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's nice of me trying to do too. the camera move. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, um. All right. Uh. So that's all I have for community. Yes. And we made it through all of your community. It did, that no one pitted up against each other. Or no, they like, didn't. They just had that uh, that question that uh, bro, can we get the last ride at the night on Goliath? Yeah. Just that. Okay. Uh, let's pull up the acoustic version as an right. alternate. Um, do you have it handy? Or the, I do. The I Edge Live one. Thing. 
Um, well, let's see. Uh, work acoustic. Yeah, that's got to be it. Mine is work acoustic remastered 2021. It doesn't say uh, okay where it was recorded. The, all right. Uh, let me hit play on this. All right. Let's see. Okay, play the edge one now. I want to see. I'll 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 be able to tell the if it's the same. This is a, a song from our record. It's called Work. Yeah, no, very different, different. tuning. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a half step <laughs> down too. <laughs> okay, let me let me play mine. Then be happy with the consequence With whatever's gonna happen tonight Don't think we're not serious When's it ever not? The love we make is given its take I'm getting It has one of those, like, uh, air harps Yeah, yeah All I can say Can we take a ride? Get out of this place while we still have time. All the best DJs are saving the slowest song for last. When so jangly. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Oh man. So sick. Well done, the band. Um <laughs> what I do want to find out, and of course I've got to open up a bunch of uh 
stuff is some information about that version. Um, where was that recorded? You know what I mean? Right. So let me, I'll do some research there if you want to pull okay. up uh, some other anything. <laughs> I did really quickly look more further into Amber Dust. So Amber Dust is not a person, but it's a band. And I figured they, as much. Yeah, yeah. They got a, uh, it's just one dude. So I thought it was a girl. So it, we didn't get to hear any vocals like when you went through the, the tracks, but I was expecting to uh, hear a female's voice. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Amber Dust is, yes, they uh, yeah, they put out just last year a Nothing Is Lost album, which is on Spotify and their band camp. All right, here's what I found out. Right. Work Acoustic was recorded by Jim Atkins at Cello in Los Angeles. Okay, recorded at Cello. There we go. There we are. Not Harvey Moltz's house. No, 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 no. <laughs> and not at the Rare Book Room. Right. And, <laughs> and not at Unit 2. <laughs> and not at... Uh, SAE mastering. <laughs> uh, okay, sweet. So, uh, pro- uh, problem solved on my end. Sweet. You were in the middle of solving. Oh no, no. End. And I was just, I was just gonna go on. To You're say on the case. Uh, see, yeah. Found, there's, there's how did you find that music. it was a band though? Um, I went girl. through and found the Bandcamp, and then you click on it, and then you can go to Amber Dust Music and click through to their biography page, oh. and that's when this Amber Dust was formed in 2005 when Jesse Nickerson. Shane Green and Mike Harvey joined together in a small home recording space in southern New Hampshire. Hmm. Now I'm going to look up Jesse Nickerson, Jimmy Eat World work, and see if Jesse Nickerson yeah. ever posted it. Maybe not as Amber. Right. Whatever. Nope. Not finding it. Oh, well. Um, and they didn't. I assume they just didn't upload the work cover to Bandcamp. Right. Yeah. Bummer. Um. Here's something I found on SoundCloud while I was looking for covers. This is the last thing I think before we go into live versions is um, somebody mashed up work with Fifth Harmony. So this is called Work From Home. Now, because it's on SoundCloud, I'm going to just turn down my own headphones here because it's going to be very loud. It's just a brick of waveforms yeah. on SoundCloud. <laughs> hate it but it's also like too much happening at one time it's so loud my goodness man (laughs) turning down so much it's it's just a solid brick waveform here on my end it looks like that on my end to hear it (laughs) you're saying you were able to hear it yeah got it um all right will you while i i I didn't do what i said i was gonna do i read on Wikipedia, in 2008, the band played an energetic rendition of work at the Bamboozle Festival and also played the song in Leeds. 
I never looked up the Bamboozle from 2008 performance. Will you look that up and so we can see what they mean by the energetic The energetic rendition? version, yes. Yeah, In the meantime, let's take a listen to a few versions here. There's 2004 AOL session. Let's listen to a little bit of that right now. There we go. All right, I got it. All right, sweet. So this is probably going to sound not too dissimilar from the other, but Jim recording a cello versus AOL session. Yeah. Like this doesn't even have the two guitars. Not impressed. No, just <laughs> let's go to the let's three quarters of the way and see what he did for the bridge. Okay, so he did like a little soloing on the thing. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, Tonight Show TV performance. Gotta love Ooh, that. Big one. Go ahead and put this in watch together. Big go one ahead. for them. No, go ahead. Here we go. I don't recognize Jimmy Fallon, man. Was that? Wait, it was Jimmy Fallon on the left. Oh yeah, Jimmy Fallon. And then is that the guy who played Elton in Clueless? Who's um, that? I don't know. Uh, let me look it up. <laughs> Tonight Show. Uh, let me hit play on this so I can right. Google it at the same time. Our next guest took over national tour in Champaign, uh, Illinois, April 10th. Uh, their latest CD is called Futures. Please welcome Jimmy Eat World. Chunky bass. Yeah. Who was it? I'm looking it up. Oh, okay. Oh, you hear him hitting the, uh, that was, the that switch? Was yeah. Still got his pedals, man. (laughs) 
I think he's I think Jim's wearing old schools. Now he wears uh now he wears dress shoes. <laughs> Thank you, gentlemen. Gosh. Thank you, boys. So 2005. Dave Gorman. Oh. Here we go. Thank you very much. Jimmy Fallon, thank you. Who's Dave Gorman? Dave Gorman. That's who it was. Glad we stayed through to the end. Yeah. Uh, Dave Gorman. This is the uh this is that really energetic bamboozle. Let's see how crazy they get here. 5-19-2012. Sweet. Yeah, seems a little fast, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. A smidge. How big is Bamboozle? Pretty big? Um, yeah, I'd never... So I've only been... When it came to the West Coast, like, one or two years, it was called Bamboozle Left. And, oh, yeah. Uh, that was the only time I ever went to a Bamboozle. And, yeah, I don't know. It wasn't that big. It nah. didn't feel like it. But, like, something corporate reunited at that show. They had Angels and Airwaves. They had Plus 44. One of the two of them blo- dropped out of that show. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, obviously, I have a ton of options to play here. Um, let's go to the quarantine session All right, uh, that Jim did in March of 2020 and hear how that version of acoustic sounds. Um, yeah, man, I hope everyone's staying safe, staying healthy, staying sane. Uh, <clears throat> Same, Jim. This one's called Work. If you only once would like this sounds better than all those yep. 2004 acoustic versions we other than the one at cello and be happy with the consequence with whatever's gonna happen tonight the problem with traveling along that many strings is if if one is slightly out of tune the yeah. whole thing sounds fucked as opposed to like when you're playing a riff that's only on two strings like i don't know it, it it's okay because you're not letting anything ring out against each other. Yeah, he's traversing that whole fretboard, man. And this sounds good versus, you know, in 2004, 2005. I mean, they were still very successful. There's no reason they should have not had well-tuned guitars, but who knows? Like, I don't know. You live, you learn, different hardware, all that stuff. Yeah. You had that Maton back then, probably. Or Maton. 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 <laughs> The love we make is given its take. I'm game to play along. All I can say, I shouldn't say. Can we take a ride? Get out of this place while we still have time. 
Let's jump over to the bridge and see what he does. Ah, it wised up and was like, I'm not going to mess around. I'm just going to get through it. Yeah. Yeah, he just did like a little like uh, refrain there a little bit. Uh, and then let's jump to Phoenix Sessions. This is the ah. most recent dope sounding recording uh, that they've got of this. So let's go ahead and... Man, Jim nailed the mix on that. Oh, yeah. Um, so good. So I found this. Jimmy World played Bamboozled 2008. The one you played was from 2012. Let's yes. listen to this one and see if this sounds any more energetic. Like, Or did is the one that you found the one? Um, and also, I can't tell because one is labeled Bamboozled, one is labeled Bamboozled Left. Uh, <laughs> who knows which performance this is, but let's take a listen. I'm going to jump to three quarters of the way in. Yeah, I don't know. It's any more energetic. Yeah, 2012 was a little bit more pickup. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, covers. Shall we approach it? So, I forget if I mentioned it on this episode or not. Um, I pulled the everything from the last year, and then I sorted by uh, views, and I pulled everything that had 5,000 or more views. Okay. That's how I pulled. And, and I have a lot of stuff. Um, and I'm hoping... That we have a lot of crossover, so it's not like, and also Justin pulled a zillion. <laughs> right. You know I mean? And yeah, I got about, I have over 50 that I grabbed. And I think neither of, oh, I don't have that many. <laughs> um, uh, I I think neither of us really wrote our thoughts. I wrote my thoughts on two of them here. Okay. Um, one is because I don't know if I spelled it correctly, and the other one I wrote, what the fuck. 
<laughs> which is fun. Uh, uh, you know. Um, well, look, let's. I've got and the way I've I've labeled it or broken it down the same way that you you do for the big one. I think yeah, you do I've it for every one pianos, of them. Pianos. I've got like right. 15 so if you want acoustics. If you want to use your formula, but then also say, all right, let's just pick two for the Coosties. Sure. And then same for the others. I'm cool. I, I, yeah, I think that's fair. Um, I think I you had the best album. I didn't really recognize any of the acoustic names here. Like, I, there Jake were Harris, times I Trav- saw the Travis thumbnail Valdez. and I was, oh, uh, okay, yeah, let's choose those. Um, and I don't have anybody Valdez. And what was the other one? Jake Harris, always a good Jake Harris. Jake Harris. Jake Harris is the guy that uh, I don't have Jake Harris in here either. So okay, um, sweet. Um, shall we? Uh, let's do those now. Let's get those out of the way because the other ones are going to be more interesting. All right, cool. I'll go with. Uh, let me copy Jake Harris here. Must be Friday night because he's closed down the closed down his office. Copy that link. Copy that. <laughs> there you are. There you are. Here you are, Jake. Oh, it's a younger Jake. Oh, right. Yeah, this guy. Got a fan going this time. Oh, wait. It's a play along. I'm sorry. But still, it's Jake Harris. Hey, he does your harmonies. It's air guitar cover, yeah, right? Yeah. I was like, is, what, is, what is his hands doing? <laughs> All right, let's Nothing. see. We, we have had Travis Valdez on here. Let's go check out what Travis has going on. Oh, I see a Tom DeLong guitar back there. On the right, huh? Yeah. Yep. And the Beatles? Jose like Michael Sarah. Yo, totally. Happy with the consequence. Whatever's gonna happen tonight. Don't think we're not serious. Was it ever not? The love we make is given its take. I'm game to play along. All I can say. Ooh. Yeah, harmonizing with himself. I shouldn't say, we take a ride, get out of this place while we still have time. Ooh. Yeah. He hasn't posted a video in 11 years, but that's that's so wild. 11 years. I mean, did, yeah. does great work, Travis Valdez, aka uh, Michael Sarah. I love this song. I want to hear his version of it. Um, he did an all-time low song. Which one? Uh, Weightless. Manage me. Yeah. I'm a mess. Turn a page. I'm a book. Half a red. He's got a higher voice, man. Just because 
Oh, hell yeah. Great harmonies. Yeah. 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 Fucking love it. <laughs> yeah. Love that song. All right, sweet. Let's give one more. I, I, I don't remember what it was about Joe, but I was like, maybe Joe sounds the most since we uh, since we had a non-Coosty boy. Um, wait, are there any ladies? Let's see. Oh, yes. Lilac set Lolita. Sorry, Joe. Uh, <laughs> but we're only doing a couple uh, acoustic covers here. Lilac. Set Lolita. I'm going to sing Jimmy World's work, and if I mess up, I'm sorry. Dude, <laughs> this like this looks like Lindsay fifteen years ago. Yeah. <laughs> if she had a lip ring. <laughs> Really good. That's yeah. her most popular cover at 19,000 views. Jeez. Yeah, man. She nice. only has four on there and hasn't uploaded anything in 15 <laughs> years. So, <laughs> Gosh, wild. <laughs> man, it's kind of crazy being the, this part of the internet where stuff is just yeah, it's completely stuck. abandoned and it's we're still finding it. Yeah. But we're still finding it. That's the cool yeah. part. Yeah. Okay. Let's get out of Coosty Land. I've got three piano covers. Yes. Well, I, I say piano covers, but three like piano based. Right. Um, I've got H. Dixon. This Adventure and Divided by Power Lines. I have none of those. <laughs> Sick. All right. Let's do, uh, I'll do one. Of, how many do you have? I Three? have four. So I have Indigo Tree Studios, Whoa. Christopher Allen, Dan Wasserman Music, and Strange Normality. Dan Wasserman Music sounds like he's not fucking around. Let's yeah. listen to Dan Wasserman Music. All right. Cool. Dan Wasserman it is. Here we go, Dan Wasserman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a different song. Pain. I mix them up all the time. They're four letters, man. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I mix them up all uh, the whoops. time. God, another strike for me. All right. Um, Takes my work away. <laughs> it's a lie. Let I me uh, later. Let's do this. It's, <laughs> let's just get here. Let me let me try and she's uh, not and working right. Let me try and fix this. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is this is oh, Chris. look at this guy. This, this guy kind of looks like Paul, the guy that I go to for music trivia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you only 
Oh. Operatic. Yeah, man. Or at least like drama. It's it's like a '90s R&B. It reminds me of this. Watch, I'm gonna play you something. That <laughs> this is so good. Oh, I loved this. What do tigers dream of when they take a little tiger snooze? Do they dream of mauling zebras or Halle Berry in her Catwoman suit? Don't you worry, pretty striped head. We're gonna get you back to Tyson and your cozy tiger bed. And then we're gonna find our best friend. Doug. <laughs> we're gonna give him a best friend. Doug, 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 But if he's been murdered by crystal meth tweaker. <laughs> that's what it kind of reminded me of yeah he he wrote that on set that was not scripted i believe it yep oh man and you know he has perfect so pitch too oh no shit he does yes oh man yeah him and chevy chase wait what yeah it's just weird oh, like weird. when you hear facts like that and it's just because i've always wanted I, you can't develop perfect no pitch. you just have it but i mean you can develop pitch uh, yeah, recognition. <laughs> you can recognize. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, pitch recognition. But yeah, it's not. The same I think um, Donald Faison has never been like. Uh, I don't know. Do you get tested? Like who rates that you have perfect right. pitch? But every time he sings on the podcast, somebody who listens to his podcast said that every time he sings a song from memory, he's singing it in the right key every time with no reference and. They said that that's usually a sign of perfect pitch. Yeah, but he's like, I don't know if I have perfect pitch, but he's a really good singer. Um, mm, anyway, heard that would sing. be funny if Donald Faison was <laughs> in that. <laughs> he he went to the Fame High School. He did. He did. Yeah. Oh. Seems like good people. Um, let's do, let's listen to "Divided by Power Lines." This felt like a very Andrew McManny. All right. Cool okay. Ever 
Yeah. Yeah, baby. I like man. yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. man. It's like coming this. up on ten years old. This uh, cover, February twenty first, twenty thirteen. That is divided by power lines. Who you got next? Um, are we still doing Piano Town? Uh, yeah. Let's do Strange, Strange Normal. Wait, I gotta <laughs> double check it. This better not be another pain. Pain. One. <laughs> I know, right? Piano and okay, so piano and voice cover. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Fool me once. Mm. oh my goodness that's my fault that is so my fault because i realized oh i didn't add this dude to the playlist let me get the link It's all I'm right. so sorry to strange. What's your what's your uh, goal? strange normality? All right, I was okay. enjoying it. Yeah, me but too. I was like, let me do some housekeeping. This reminds me of Lucy Dacus or Lucy Dacus. I love those harmonies in there. Mm. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. I don't think I, there's no way for me to copy. Oh, wait, here we go. Uh, no, there's no way for me to copy a link from the history. No. I have to click it. You have to. And I was like, oh, there's a couple things I didn't grab. <laughs> okay. I won't worry about it. Sorry, everybody who goes to the YouTube uh, playlists, <laughs> but some things will be missing. Uh, let's listen to this adventure. Here's this adventure that I found on SoundCloud. Uh I believe if you only once would let me only just one time then be happy with the consequence with whatever's gonna happen tonight don't think we're not serious when It sounds like we just went to church. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, man, who was that one? Christ, this is called This Adventure. Jeez, I really like that one. Yeah, man, this Jesus. adventure. <laughs> Five hundred forty-two followers on. Uh, uh, let's see, what else did they do? Uh, oh my, wait, Fall Out Boy cover called "The Kids Aren't All Right." I don't know the Fall Out Boy song called "The Kids." I mean, it's definitely not the Offspring song, right? So. Stuck in the jet wash Bad trip I couldn't get off And maybe I bit off more than I could chew And overhead of the awkward blue Fall to your knees, bring on the rapture Blessed be the boy's time can't capture on film or between the sheets I always fall from your window To the pitch black streets And with the black banners raised As the crooked smiles fade Form a heroes who quit too late Who just want to fill up the trophy case again And in the end I do follow boy so much <laughs> and this guy's got a good voice too damn yeah, man it's good impressive Lord. so this is from american beauty american psycho which i don't love that record but i guess i have to revisit it now um but yeah this adventure fucking rules <laughs> um i'm trying to see if there's anything else like in here where i'm like oh we have to hear this um <laughs> he has a song featuring cameron couchman i thought i said chris caraba i was like oh fuck <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so that's about that's about all we have from uh, there. And then I've got one more piano cover here. And it's for sure work, not pain. At least labeled as. You want to hear H. Dixon? Yeah. All right, here we go. Show me the D.
good. It's funny. Um, I noticed it when we were listening to it and going over the lyrics, but other people interpret the song as having the double chorus the first time. Yeah. It, that's one of the interesting things that Jim does where he is like, no, let's let's let the song build. Yeah. We'll do half the chorus the first time and and some people are doing it and some people aren't which is fine but um something i'm noticing so um all right um what else you got all right uh moving on from piano right yes okay let's go to ukulele town oh shit i don't have a uke all right good well i have a couple of them uh okay i want to start with ukulele rosanna because i know the other person we have seen them Rosanna Band. Many times. So this is Ukulele Rosanna. <laughs> Ukulele, that's amazing. Yeah. Ukulele Rosanna. Cover of Pain. <laughs> if you only once would let me Only just one time Then be happy Pretty good. Terrific. Terrific work. Okay. Now the other one. We've seen this gentleman at least half oh, a dozen times. Oh, I think I know. I think I know. Who yeah, it is. you can tell here. Uh, this is uh, the dude that was doing Yuka Dailies. I yeah, think. dude. Socks girl 23. What tabs are you playing? star all right terrific work i've got uh a couple or you got more ukes nope those are the two i had okay i've got two drummers cremo music and nate williams sweet let's take out cremo music cremo the cremo rise to the top 
I see some Japanese characters in the uh, description here, so, or in the uh, title. He looks like he's in like a karaoke. Yes. <laughs> You're pulling that thing back in here again? Yes. <laughs> really loving that double bass, man. Or uh, you're hitting it twice. Yeah. I'm interested. Why are there Japanese characters? This is a white man. Nice. <laughs> I wasn't reading any lower thirds. Any yeah. interesting info there? It was kind of interesting. It was just saying uh, it's like a question and answer. So someone would put a comment in there and then he would respond to it. The, oh, this, interesting. Yeah, I'm not sure where the comments came from because the video, what came first, right? It looks like maybe he was broadcasting on Twitch. I, yeah, I just don't know. Huh. Um, one year ago, his most popular video was uploaded a year ago as 8.3 thousand views. But he's got lots of lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of video content. Yeah, with those characters and every one of them. Yeah. Hmm. Odd. Okay. What was the other the one that you had? He does have a Twitch link in his uh, in oh. his uh, banner there. So my guess is he's like a Twitch drummer, and he also has a uh, TikTok link. Um, all right, sweet. Uh, and then uh, Nate Williams is my other one. This okay. One, uh, on some organic drums here. <laughs> Man, look at that ride. It's destroyed. Oh, yeah. Look at that. I'm interested to see what it sounds like. Like, it almost looks like a China. No, it's like just a thrash-ass ride. You're right. The way it's kind of bent up. Look <laughs> at that flap. Yeah, dude. I think Zach would give this dude props. Yeah, man. It's clean. It. Yeah, man. Great playing, He's Nate. He's nailing it. You got any uh, drum uh, covers? Let's see. We'll do... Let's do Big Drummer Blowout. This, this one sounds big. That's a fun, I mean, how, yeah. do you, how do you not listen to Big Drummer Blowout? I right. want to be disappointed, actually. God, this guy is covered in tattoos. Yeah, man. That's a pretty good sound in an electric kit. 
Spinning the stick, dude. Yep. <laughs> That's exactly what I wanted. <laughs> That's exactly what I wanted. <laughs> oh, funny. man. So good. All right. Um, Let's do, let's do Luke Scotta. Luke Scotta. Luke Scotta. Come on, Luke. He's outside. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, man, he's got it. He's got the the bookshelf speakers out there. (laughs) And the wind noise. He's in the fucking swamp, dude. Someone commented, not playable? What does that even mean? I like the yeah, rolls man. that he's doing, the little... Yeah. <laughs> and out on the lake, man. Yeah, man. All right. Pontoon. Okay. Um, do you have any bassists? I got Lemon Lime Rock. All right. I got And I got one, so we'll play each. Sweet. Is yours Sprite or Sierra Mist or 7-Up? <laughs> I got Nashville bassist. <laughs> okay. Why it was so funny to me that there's no bass yet. Come on, do the rule. Yeah. Beefy. It's got that in the right channel. Yeah. <laughs> Some notes, man. <laughs> Add throw in some new notes. Yes. <laughs> Get those for free. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's so beefy right. though. It's good. Yeah, dude. <laughs> All right. What was mine? Mine is. Uh, oh yeah, this Tennessee is Nashville basis. basis. Uh, no, I feel like we've seen the Nashville. We have. Basis yes. Before. Okay. Cool. What, dude? <laughs> Oh my god. Wanna to listen to your house, buddy? How how did this I swear I'm I was moving links because so man, fast. I'm telling you, like unless you sort it by uh date added, it gives you all kinds of shit you don't want. <laughs> There's no excuse for that one. <laughs> your house <laughs> 2007. Oh man. Uh okay. Well that was it. So we got how about sugar pill? I got sugar pill for guitars. Do you? Okay, all right. Yeah. Probably posted this the day the song came out. It was ten years ago. I think he's going to do the solo. I'm going to jump forward. It's so funny, like, we're 170 episodes in, we're, like, in these kids' rooms all the time. <laughs> right? It's so funny. Uh, let's see what Sugar Pill's doing tonight. Where is he? <laughs> Here, let's listen to this one. This one is uh, Matthew, but rewritten solo. So, I'll, we'll listen to a little bit of the intro, and I'll jump ahead two-thirds of the way. Oh. Oh. Oh, I see. It's just the solo. Oh, boy. Ah, nice. A lot of bendies, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. That was tight. Uh-huh. All right. Where else are we going tonight? Uh, I've got a night core here. 
Oh, okay. That's I'm funny. out of instruments. So. That's funny. I've got a decor. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. I saw that one. <laughs> Sounds like a ska song now. So two and a half core. minutes. Now let's Who see how long X this one is. Nightcore, all alt Nightcore with an uh, with a zero. That's yeah, five thousand subscribers. Yeah. All right, and this one's relaxing reverb. Yes, I love the graphic. Here. <laughs> do, do, do. Yeah, man. Yeah. Dig it. Um, I've got one more thing. It, it's, I wrote Polly? I found this on SoundCloud. I had a picture of an old Nokia cell phone next to it, but it's not quite a ringtone. Oh, okay. It's something in the MIDI realm, though. That was uploaded by <laughs> Buckmaster J. Good old Buckmaster, man. Now it's playing something else. Um, uh, Buckmaster J uh, uploaded that five years ago. Literally any song becomes comedy gold when rendered in polyphonic ringtone form. Why is that? <laughs> A handful of these are actually good songs, but most of them are shitty, but memorable. So, yeah, there it is. All right. I'm out of stuff to play. Okay. Except I've... for my rave DJs. Yes. So I have two. Or DJ. Do you want me to go first? I'll go first. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think you have a better one. Same artist, but I picked a we'll different see. song. Oh, all right. Sweet. Yeah. I went with Why Work I. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hope this comes out good. Let's see. Uh-huh. 
damn it. Drums all over the place. Oh man, it did not it work. Just cut off. Oh, oh, let's see stuff going for it. Yeah, the kick drum was all over the place. Yeah. All right, let's check out work song. This is divorce song by Liz Fair, and I said good. Drop that, huh? Uh, they're off. Yeah. It's kind of like a weird call and response thing, but yeah, yeah, yeah. it was working, but then it kind of yeah. Worked. But anyway, yeah, there's okay. something something there. What was that other mashup that you played earlier? Oh, what was that? It was uh, not Pussycat Dolls. It yeah, was... yeah, that's what I thought it was, actually. Fifth Harmony. Okay, Fifth Harmony. Um, So <laughs> the introduction, the melody that started that off got me thinking of this <laughs> this show. Um, the title is terrible. <laughs> yes, okay, that's the one, all right? This is called Work Animation. It didn't actually take the title. Um, oh, no. That's okay though. I think I know what you did. <laughs> See if it what plays it. Focus on like my career. I might get accepted to colleges, but it might not. Yes, oh, use a music video. Like you go to kindergarten, and then you go to elementary school, then you go to middle school, then you go to high school. All right. Same day, over and over again. It's almost like a beautiful jail. People's parents are so afraid that their kids are doing everything wrong. That's part of learning. When you did it, we need to do it too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly what I thought you were going to do. <laughs> Dang it, it's off. <laughs> it sort of is on. <laughs> Just keeps going. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just got... Alright. That's good. Okay. Oh man. What are your final thoughts uh, on the song Work by the Benjamin World? Man, this episode was work. Um Yeah. I you know, this I still love this this track. I haven't gone back and listened to Futures. 
uh, in a while. I, even though it was fall, I feel like I didn't listen to it like, like I should have. Uh, but this is a great track off of it. Um, probably some cuts on that album that I like a little bit more just because I've listened to work so much. But still, it's going to be one of those tracks yeah. where I could it listen to It suffers of that single fatigue. Yeah. Like where yes. It's like, yeah, we get it. But ah. it's not... It's not annoying. Like, it's not like when I hear Blink Play, I miss you. It's like, fuck. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's a welcome. Like, okay, here's the hit, but it's good. Yeah, I agree with that. It's kind of, I'm glad that it was second in line because maybe that makes it a little bit more palatable for me now. Uh, But yeah, I really like this song a whole lot, man. What about you? Also agree. um, uh, The heart is warranted. I was worried going into it. I was like, work. uh." But then I was like, oh, I did hearted on last FM. And then I was listening to it. I was like, "Eh, that's a bop. Yeah. And I love finally like listening to and appreciating Liz Fair. Do you think if this song came out today, they would put like work featuring Liz Fair? Like, I feel like, like, yeah, I feel like they would buried in the liner notes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I feel like I, I had to go to the wiki to find the, uh, that stuff out like years yeah, ago. Yeah, I wonder if they would update the track listing ever on. Uh, and like it was a single. So does she get a cut? Right. Like, and that's I think that's more contribution than Davey Von Bolin did on uh, Praise Chorus. But yeah, he gets his name he, in they there. They had to pay royalties on all that shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, where she's saying harmony on it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, interested. I did reach out to her on Instagram, which is where she seems to be the most active. Um, but I did not hear back. So uh, I don't know if anybody knows Liz Fair, let us know um, and uh, and put in that work. Uh, but until then, please remember to be excellent to each other. And party on, dudes! <laughs> <laughs>